Welcome to Egress Moshe A to Z. I'm Rabbi Dov Linzer, and this week we're looking at Qvote relating to e-education. Today we're going to look at a number of Qvote that deal with Rav Moshe's approach towards educating girls and to co-education. So we start with a Qvote in Yordea 2.106. Again, most of these Qvote are from Yordea because that's where the laws of Talmud Torah are. And this is a Qvote actually on a different topic that we dealt with before, which is about a somebody being a teacher in a conservative school. Um, it's not dated, but in the second paragraph he talks about education of girls, and he says, look, sometimes the reason a teacher, an Orthodox teacher, might want to teach in a conservative school is because the Orthodox schools don't offer them a full day, full day's job because the t- Torah, uh, you know, because the learning of Torah is only in the morning. So he says, oh, but there's a really good suggestion that Rav Moshe endorses, which is have these Torah teachers teach Torah in the morning to the boys and then Torah in the afternoon to the girls. And, you know, and then the boys learn Torah in the morning and, and, and secular studies in the afternoons and the girls the reverse. And Rav Moshe says, okay, but what about the fact that it might send the message to the girls that Torah is secondary and that secular studies are primary? So Rav Moshe says, that's not such an issue. Why? He says, Because, you know, when it comes to Torah studies, um, you, we don't have to be as demanding when it comes to girls because they're exempt. Um, right? It's not even clear that girls are allowed to learn Torah, which is a soul separate conversation. So why do we teach girls Torah? Is that they should know the laws to keep. And again, themes that we saw that he mentions about boys' education as well. Belief in God, an orientation to life, but not Torah as a per se value, not limut Torah lishma, one might say. Um, and because it's about this, this cultivating a way of life, um, and knowing the specifics of the laws, it's okay if the message we send is, is that it's not the uh, first thing that you learn. And he says, We can achieve these goals even if we teach them in the afternoon. We're not afraid people say, Oh, look, Torah is secondary. Why aren't we afraid people say that? Because, Because it's only by the girls you do it that way. So if they figure out from that that it's secondary as opposed to to girls, says Rav Moshe, that's not necessarily a wrong inference. Obviously, it's not secondary to secular studies, but it is not the same sense of learning Torah as a value in itself that is about what boys' education is about. So here you see Rav Moshe obviously concerned about educating girls because of issues about foundation of life and the way in which we live and knowing the halachot to do, but certainly recognizing very clear that it means something very different from uh, to be teaching boys Torah and teaching girls Torah, that the mitzvah of Talmud Torah is for boys, not for girls. Of course, this is one whole issue in which modern Orthodox diverged from the more yeshivish movement and how to exactly frame this issue halachically or whatever is a separate conversation. But here we're seeing what Rav Moshe's approach is. In a related discussion in Yordea 2.113, dated 1968, Rav Moshe deals with the question of can you use your Meisr Ksafim money, your tithe tzedakah money, to pay for your girls' day school education? Why specifically your girls? He says, well, you can't use it to pay for your boys' day school education because you can't use Meisr Ksafim money to pay for something that you already have an obligation to do, halachic obligation. You have a ob- halachic obligation to teach your son's Torah, but you don't have a halachic obligation to teach your daughter's Torah. So therefore, you 
maybe you should be able to use your Meisrk Safim money for this purpose. So Rav Moshe says, in, in theory, it would seem the answer would be yes. But then he says, no, you do have an obligation to teach. Your, so what is your obligation? Not to teach your daughter's Torah, but to send them to a Jewish day school. Why is that your obligation? Because he says the following, in our Medina, and that's that key word, which is all the wonderful blessings of America, but the challenges of America. So he says, and in our Medina, we are Medina de Mahusa, we're obligated because of the laws, the secular law, to send your kids to school. You gotta send them to some school. And if you don't send them, Hashem al Yisrael, Yisrael. And again, recognizing the blessing of America, this is not Soviet Russia, we have the opportunity, we are permitted to send them not to a secular school, we're allowed to send them to a Jewish school. So we have to send them to school, but we're allowed to send them to a Jewish school. This is amazing about the religious freedom that we have in America. And there they'll get teachers that are k'sherim, v'yirei Hashem, if you don't send them to a good Jewish school, like a Beis Yaakov, will be educated in the way of Torah, and there again, faith, and observance, you'll have to let them go to a secular school. And there, that they don't have to, they don't have have our faith principles. They don't are have our commitment to Torah. And the message being, not only will they not be educated in those, that will undermine their commitment to a life of Torah and mitzvos. Here's Rav Moshe about the obligation to to send your kids not to public school but to Jewish day schools. You don't have an obligation to teach your daughter Torah, but you have an obligation to make sure that your daughter is from and that she grows up with a life of belief in God and keeping mitzvot, and therefore, unfortunately, the downside of this beautiful point about why we are obligated to send our girls to a Beis Yaakov or to a Jewish day school is that since you're Torah obligated to do so, uh, you can't use your Meisr Ksafim money for this. Then Rav Moshe goes on a little bit to discuss how clear this is that you do have this obligation to make sure that your daughter lives a life of Torah mitzvahs. It would seem self-evident. And because it seems self-evident, Rav Moshe deals with some problematic passages to make it clear that this that this is absolutely the case. In the end, uh, Rav Moshe discusses how, from a perspective of Meiser, there might be other ways in which some of your Meiser money can go towards your tuition expenses, which, all, as we all know, is a major financial burden on uh, from families. But that will be uh, for another time. The key here is that Rav Moshe is consistent that there is no mitzvah of, of Talmud Torah per se for girls, which has allowed him to say that you can teach them Torah in the afternoons, and we're not so afraid that it might say that Talmud Torah is less important because Talmud Torah as Lishma is less important, but because it is of central importance in terms of a life of belief, commitment, Torah and mitzvos, um, and we have an obligation to send our daughters to schools which will teach them Torah to ensure that they live a life of Torah and mitzvot. We are now going to turn to two brief vote that Rav Moshe wrote, not about educating girls in Torah, but about co-education, um, where he was concerned they are more for the boys and the challenges that that presents in terms of what he saw as possible issues of sexual temptation. So we start with the tshuva in Yerodea 1, 137, a very early one from 1954. Um, to learn in, in one group 
small boys and girls. So this is even small. This is like kindergarten, first grade. He's written to Hagon Rav Yosef Elish, Minahel Yeshiva Space Yehuda be Detroit. So the head of some school in Detroit wants to know Rav Moshe's opinion. Can we have joint classes for boys and girls even in the lower grades? And Rav Moshe says, to learn in one group. Even if they're very small kids, that is not ideal. He doesn't say it's forbidden. It's not ideal. Why is it not ideal? Rav Moshe is saying, I know that they don't have sexual urges at that young age, and there's not a concern about being in an environment that could be sexually distracting and so on, and hear harim and sexual thoughts and other types of halachic concerns. But he says, nevertheless, and again, notice that the focus is on the boys. You have to accustom them to the idea that they should maintain distance from women. This is important for an Ephraim. Again, this is very different, I think, for a yeshivish, more yeshivish orientation. And here is where you're seeing that Rav Moshe is not a modern Orthodox posek. Um, we have to educate our children to maintain a separation of the sexes. And therefore, this is going to accustom them to the acceptability of uh, mingling boys and girls together, even though they're very young. So he says, Mikol makom, um, he says, nevertheless, even though there's no concern that of sexual thoughts, but we do have to educate our kids, the boys to keep their distance from the girls, and the girls to keep their distance from the boys. Here you really see Rav Moshe is not a non-Orthodox posek. Non-Orthodox community, some would say, that uh, there's a value in teaching our children to interact both sexes if we at the same time being careful of the sexual thought of the sexual concerns that Rav Moshe had. Um, but Rav Moshe says, no, the value is teaching, maintaining a, dif- a difference between the sexes. And how will that be undermined? It'll be undermined because he says, Because if as kids they intermingle, even in kindergarten and first grade, it's going to lead to the fact that they're going to think it's okay to intermingle boys and girls together, and then they're going to do it even when they're older, and that is really going to be forbidden because that will be a context which will lead to sexual thoughts. Even though right now there's no issue of a concern of sexual thoughts, and they're not doing anything wrong now, there's a chiv of chinuch, of that we have to accustom them to the right practices in life. And then Rav Moshe turns to a fascinating discussion of what is the obligation of chinuch. How much are we formalists in terms of chinuch, and how much are we thinking in terms of how we are accustoming our children? And he talks about, do you fulfill the myths of chinuch if you have your kid take a borrowed lulav and esrog? So, on the one hand, you're accustoming them to taking a lulav and esrog. They don't know that it's borrowed. On the other hand, they're not technically doing the mitzvah because they're doing it with something that is borrowed. So, that's a fascinating question of Chinuch, and he says that would apply here. On the one hand, what they're doing, intermingling, is not a problem if to intermingle if there's no concern of Yetzir Hara and so on, of sexual desire. On the other hand, in terms of what you're accustoming them to, that actually um, is a problem because you're accustoming them to a mixing and that could become part of their habits and, um, and that could uh, not be helpful to them. So if you're a formalist, you would say there's no problem here because they're not doing an act that's usser. If you're more pragmatic, you would say, 
you're not training them in a helpful behavior for their later life, assuming that you uh, really believe in the importance of maintaining a strong distinction between the sexes. And therefore, Rav Moshe says, technically, you're probably right. There's no obligation of chinuch because he more is inclined towards the formalist approach. But nevertheless, this is not something that you should be doing. And then he goes back to the theme he said earlier. He says that although I have agreed when there aren't other options because the schools aren't big enough that you can have these classes together at a young age, that was because because the alternative is to send them to a public school, which will undermine their faith. And that because of the grave importance of making sure that all our kids go to day schools, then if there's not the means to have separate classes, I'm okay with combining them at a young age. But if there is the means and the ability to, then we really have to separate them because of this concern of how we are accustoming our children to behave. And in later true vote, he says that all of this, my openness to this when necessary, is only like before seventh and eighth grade. But once you hit puberty in seventh and eighth grade, then he says it's vadayasr, halachically yasr, because intermingling leads to sexual thoughts. And I don't care whether you have the means or you don't have the means, you have no allowance to have coeducation from seventh and eighth grade on. So from these two vote of Rav Moshe on educating girls and co-education, we see you know, that he's not exactly a modern Orthodox post sake, that his attitude towards girls learning Torah in terms of there's not a per se mitzvah Talmud Torah that's basically agreed on halachically, but nevertheless, sort of the conclusions that he draws from that are ones that I think would diverge from how a non-Orthodox posek would come out on some of those questions. Although, again, it's important to remember that he did say that we're obligated to send our girls to Torah schools. He mentions particularly Beis Yaakov because of the values of teaching them of a life of Torah mitzvahs. That is his major theme throughout his discussions about education. And then in this tshuva, you know, one of the classic signs of non-Orthodox schools is the co-education, maybe not always for the Torah studies, but at least for the secular studies. And for Moshe, it's not about Torah studies, it's about an environment in which boys and girls are mixed, which he sees as a core value is educating our children to maintain a separation between the sexes, and to the point where he says that even as very small children, when there's no concern of sexual thoughts, in terms of accustoming them, whether technically it's required as chinuch, but in it might not be, but in terms of accustoming them to a way of living and a living of a separation of sexes, we really should, even at a young age, teach them separately um, unless there are really no other choices. And then he's willing to concede that we can do mixed classes, but again, only at a young age. Thanks for listening to Igris Moshe A to Z with Rabbi Dov Linzer. This podcast is brought to you three times a week by Shivat Chovevei Torah. Don't forget to subscribe and check out ycTorah.org to learn more.